Good morning and welcome to Reach Your Potential with Tiff with Tiff. Hey there. Hope you're having an awesome morning and uh, you've started off the day really, really well. Um, today, what I want to share with you, it's the end of uh, my working week. So we're hitting a Saturday. I love working on a Saturday. I, um, I think it's a lot of fun. Um, I want to share with you six lessons that I've learned this week. And if you've had lessons that you've learned from this week, I'd love it if you could leave a comment wherever you are hearing this podcast, because that would be great to hear what the lessons are that you have learned. Okay, so uh, I've actually got six lessons today, so I'm going to share with you those six. And the first one is the heightened senses. Now, what I mean by that is, you know, like when you play, I'll, I'll use a sports analogy because that's what I know really well. You know, when you play sport and it doesn't matter what sport you play, golf, tennis, cricket, hockey, anything, and you get yourself into a zone, it's like you're in a flow and you anticipate every move before the moves happened. It's like you can do no wrong. It's the most amazing feeling and I remember when I was playing tennis um, uh, as a junior leading up to working on becoming a professional tennis player and I I used to love being in that in that zone because I used to just go to where the ball was that hadn't actually been played yet was waiting set play the shot I could pick where people were going to hit I couldn't do anything wrong the shots worked great the same in golf like when I was playing um when I was playing golf um well I still play golf but when I was playing playing golf and really wanting to turn professional with golf I was really zoning in and I could feel like oh wow I could just do no wrong it's it's the most amazing feeling well on Monday morning because I read a lot and I read a lot about mindset and you know I work on helping people with their mindset and so on I was reading um uh, the law of success by Napoleon Hill now it's a very very thick uh, a thick book there's 15 lessons in there but um, I'm still only in the first chapter because I've you know reading about uh, three books at, at, at the one time so I'm doing little, little bits each day but it was talking about the the vibrations and the different vibrations that go on and when I was at the gym early on the Monday morning doing a workout I could feel like the vibration actually shifted above like being in the zone because when I go to the gym and I train I can get into a zone pretty well and I can get focused and in flow and so on and just completely stay in the moment and really work on that and that's what I do with everything that I do whether I'm working on um, putting together a podcast for people or where I'm working on um, creating a video content or I'm coming up with an idea that I can um, build into a um, you know, a program or whatever it is that I'm writing my my book, whatever, I can zone myself in in that in that time frame and really work on it. Well, this was beyond that. It was quite an amazing feeling. It was like my senses had been had come alive. Like I could really get into tune with everything, and it was it was the most amazing feeling that I've ever had. I've never experienced that before. I've been in the zone many many times, so I understand what that is. But this just took the vibrations of me to a whole new level that I've never experienced before. It was absolutely fantastic. And um, 
And what I learned from getting into that state was that it's all the, the, the drills that I've been doing, all the daily activities that I've been doing on a, you know, each day preparing myself for success, meditation, keep, keeping it in the zone when I'm working on specific projects. Um, when I'm teaching, I'm completely zoned in and focused on working with those people, all of that kind of thing. So it was really, really an amazing feeling. So if you have been into that heightened senses type feeling, I want to know about it. I want to know what you experienced and what happened for you to get into that state. Uh, but yeah, it's an absolutely awesome state. So that was, that was really good. So number two, doing the drills. I, I did speak about that during the week, but it's always coming back to the basics, um, in, in everything that you're doing. It's being really diligent. So if you're playing a sport, it is really making sure that you get those skills right. I, because my background is, is sport and I've played sport my whole life. I understand that you have got to just drill away as boring and as mundane that it might come out to be with you. You've got to do the work. I know so many people um, who play golf and that I've worked with over the years and, you know, majority of the golfers that I have worked with are, you know, women over 60 and so on. And they haven't been in that sports situation um, when they were growing up to the level that I, I have been. And so when they're coming into a sport like golf, you know, after they've, you know, they've done what they've done throughout their childhood and, you know, they've had their marriage and they've brought their children up and all that and now it's time for them, what they really struggle with is they really struggle making the transition actually into being a sports person in the sense of being diligent and really working on the drills. A lot of um, what I've noticed is a lot of adults, especially older adults, have that expectation that they should know how to do things. And because, you know, the majority, like a lot of them have had, you know, a sporting background um, as, as juniors growing up and so on, uh, they really expect that they should be able to then uh, perform and, and do because intellectually they understand what they need to do. But because they haven't physically done the work and they haven't really tuned into what they really need to be doing, then this is where the struggle happens. Now, I will say this, it doesn't matter how old you are, this is what you need to be doing. So if you are a young person listening to me, thank you, um, but you have got to do the fundamentals, you have got to do the work, you have got to be very diligent in doing the drills and you've got to be very diligent in doing the basics, get the basics right. I cannot stress enough how important the basics are because if you start to lose it when you're outperforming in your sport, you have to know how to bring yourself back and come back to the basics because what people tend to do is they go into a panic they start freaking out. They start worrying about, you know, what the other people are doing. They're playing better than me or I'm losing or whatever it is. And they get into such a panic. They don't know how to bring themselves back and they start worrying about all of this other stuff that goes on. So you need to make sure you can bring yourself back and you work on, you know what, I'm just going to work on getting the basics right. Pull myself back, get the basics right. And that's the thing like as an older adult, you know, the, they tend to um, – expect that they should be able to do that but if they don't if they haven't ever worked on those specific skills in okay or strategies in okay we've got to bring ourselves back and then start 
and get the basics right and really get the basics right, then this, this is where the struggle is. So if you're an older person um, listening to me who plays golf, go back and work on the basics. If you're a younger person than me and you are wanting to pursue sport as a professional career, make sure you are so fundamentally working on the basics. I cannot stress that enough. Okay. So it's the same in like anything that you do in training at the gym, um, be very diligent, yoga, even like people, I see people in yoga, they're just trying so hard to, um, I don't know, really push themselves beyond what they can actually do. And I'm very much in, in yoga about making sure you can do the best you can do and keep the positions. It's about getting the positions right, doing the basics, setting up your day, right? Setting up your day, planning it out, setting up for success. You've got to set yourself up for success, success each time. Don't write yourself off right? I'll, I'll tell you one other thing too. Well, well, it's just popped into my head. I know of a lot of people who are playing golf when they tee off on the first hole. And if they haven't performed well on the first hole, they write themselves off for the rest of the round. You got another 17 holes to play, right? So if you're finding that the first, the first hole is you're really struggling with it, or if you're a tennis player, you're playing your first game and you're really struggling, go back to the basics, get the basics right. Start feeling the shot, right? Start just working on placement. You've got to to ease yourself in, okay? And work on easing yourself in and getting your rhythm right. But I'll get to rhythm very shortly. Okay, number three, being consistent. Now, everybody um, in the golf terms, they talk about that they want to be consistent. But the question and the question that I have for you is, are you willing to do the work? Because even in everything that we do in our life, whether it's eating, you know, people go on a diet, they're not consistent because they are always going on a diet. I know plenty of people are always going on a diet. They're always overweight, but they're always going on a diet. Well, they're not consistent enough. They're not being disciplined enough um, to really work out what they should be eating, what's going to benefit their body, how they can reduce body fat and so on. Uh, With regards to playing sport, well, they're just not prepared to do the basics, which I was talking about before, doing the drills, getting the basics right, doing the fundamentals. Even in business, you know, like I've just started this Reach Your Potential with Tiff. There's so much that I need to do in in the sense of um, really making people aware of who I am. And then also not only that, creating podcasts and videos and, you know, and keeping up to um, social media. So I'm building my profile and I'm building my following and, and all of that. I've got to create programs and all that. So it's being really consistent in making sure that each day that I'm doing, you know, I've planned out what I need to do and I'm being consistent doing that every single day. It's so, so important. So the third lesson is being consistent. Number four, timing. Now, timing is everything, isn't it? So in again, I'll use a sports analogy because timing in sport is really creating that rhythm. So if you're a sports person, you'll understand what I mean, but it's about getting into the rhythm that works for you best. What I find with people, pardon me, what I find with people in sport, and I'll use golf because I heavily work in golf, but what I find that 
that they do is they try to rush, 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 rush. If it's not working, they rush, rush, rush even more, hit harder, hit harder, hit harder, it gets worse, right? It's about pulling yourself back and actually finding the timing that's going to work for you that you're going to hit the ball the best you can hit, the most consistent that you can hit, the most mechanically efficient that you can be right so it's the same in tennis it's about getting your rhythm right timing the ball when the ball's bouncing and getting set making sure you're hitting the ball out in front of you it's the same in um in baseball or softball it's getting the timing right with the swing to make sure you're connecting the ball into the bat right into the center of the bat right it's timing it's the timing of how you bounce your basketball and then shoot the ball into the hoop it's all about creating that rhythm so with the regards to timing, if you look at it in life as well or in business, it's getting it's getting the timing right in the sense of planning, okay? Planning and getting the jobs done, the projects done, the tasks that need to be done um, and planning them out so that you understand how long it's going to take to, to do them. Now, I'm going to give you um, an example. I've got a, a friend, I won't mention her name, but she's in real estate and she was talking to me yesterday about what she has to do in the preparation of getting a, um, a, a listing to, that she can list a house for sale and she's been really working on tracking what she's doing so that she can understand how much time it's actually taking her to uh, prepare for the appraisal, the research that she needs to do, the content and letters that she needs to write then the um, proposal that she then needs to go and put forward and her um, how she then will speak to her client and, and go through the process of, of put, doing putting a listing um, uh, together. So, uh, well, you know, in the opportunity of the person that she's speaking to wanting to then sell the house with her. So she actually tracked and and identified how long it actually took her. So she so which was really good. So what she can then do was with that timing on what she identified on how long it took her to to do all of that in into the lead up to a um, getting a a house for that who wants to list with with her to sell it. She can now go back and go, okay, well, how can I make this more efficient? How can I make this work more effectively so that I'm not putting as much long time into it? I'm making it work more efficiently so I can work on creating more listings so that I can get into into the business so I can then uh, work on selling those houses for those people. So I thought that was a really good strategy that she was identifying that she what she needed to do and how she could improve it right so it's streamlining it it's all about getting the timing right number five attention to detail now I'm very much an attention to detail person um, you may be a big picture person you may be like me you may be both I'm very much yes attention to detail but I also like the big picture because I know like I, I like to know what I'm working towards but I also like to I have to do the detail because if at the end of the day really it's up to me to get the things done right so the same with you it's up to you to get what needs to be done for it to happen so I'll go to to golf first um which was really interesting because I was watching some of the ladies that I teach the other day, I was out on the course with them and I was watching them and they were um, hitting balls. Some were working, some were not. But it was also 
they weren't really aware of what they needed to be doing and what they needed to be aware of in the shot. They just turn around, look at me and go, okay, oh, what did I do there? What that tells me is that they, they don't have that attention to detail and they're not thinking about that attention to detail when they're actually getting set up to swing. And you, I know you'll be saying, oh, Tiff, you know, the swing happens, you know, it's like a blur. Absolutely. But you need to be aware of getting, comes back to the basics, getting the basics right so that you know exactly what each movement has to be so that then you can create the result that you want, right? It's being really aware, it's creating that awareness. Now, when you're more aware, you can actually work on the detail, get the detail better, therefore you're going to get the result better. So this applies to everything, right? This applies to every single sport that you will ever play in your life. This applies to everything that you do in your life. It's all about the attention to detail. Um, I've just recently written a book. I'm in the process of just refining it right now so that I can then take it to a publisher and and launch the book, which I'm really, really excited about. But I had a meeting with uh, a gentleman yesterday who's going to help me in the process of taking it to a traditional publisher so that I can actually get the, um, uh, the book up and running with a traditional publisher versus self-publishing. So he's giving me a lot of advice on what I needed to do for that. And it's actually going back and making sure I'm really getting the detail right. Now, this book that I've written, I'm so excited about it. It's lessons that I've learned from sport. I don't have a uh, title as of yet, but I have put it together in such a way that it's going to really help you develop you into the the person that you want to become into the sports person you want to become in the career that you want to pursue and really t- showing you how to believe in yourself, how to be confident and all the steps that you need to do and all the questions that you need to ask yourself and to, to make that happen and also how to plan it out, how to really action it so that you're up and running. And I'll tell you, I am so excited about this book, but I have to go back and I have to really refine it and really get the messaging right. And as as much as I, oh, I'm so desperate to get it out there because I want to go and share it with the world because I know that this book can make a difference. I feel it so deeply in my heart. I have to make sure that I get the language right in it. I may have to make sure I get the message right and I have to make sure that it's written in a way that the the people that I want to work with, they can really get what I'm talking about. So it's really making a difference and helping them. So it's it's making sure that attention to details there. Now the the sixth lesson, this is the final one for this week. It's always good to learn as you go, isn't it? The sixth lesson is uh, valuing others' experience and really listening to what they have to say. And I'm going to use an example of my husband. My husband's uh, 24 years older than me. He's the most beautiful guy. We've been together for 10 years. He's the uh, most beautiful and special person that's ever come into my life um, and has really made a difference, very supportive, um, really believes in me, backs me 100%. He's just got so much faith in me. He's, he's such a beautiful guy. Um but at times I can get hot-headed and I will, yep, 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 I know, I know, I know sort of response back to him when he's trying to talk to me about specific things. And I realise at times, and I've been really working on this, especially lately, um, is to make sure that I really listen to what he has to say and, and really appreciate and respect his opinion because he's 
you know, he's older than me. He's had more experience in life than me. He's had more experience in business than I have. And it's just about respecting and listening and really picking up the lessons that he's learned. And then can I use those lessons that he's learned to really help me? So um, the thing that that I want to make sure that I continue to do, because I always feel that I'm quite open to learning, but at times when he's got something to say, and it's probably because he's my husband, <laughs> I may shut down sometimes, yeah, 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 sort of thing. But it's it's about really being more open and really listening, learning the lessons from them and having respect about what he has to say because he has so much experience in what he can share that um, it's about being more open. So you may have someone in, in your life that you may shut down um, who you do care about, but you may shut them down and go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just really listen to what they have to say and and see what becomes of it when you're more open and more receptive to, to what they have to say. It's um, Once you can shift beyond that rather than just closing down, uh, you'll really – understand how you can really learn some really valuable uh, lessons that um, that they want to share with you. So that's my six lessons learned from this week. So the first one was having the heightened senses and how I was able to do that. Lesson two was doing the drills. Lesson three was being consistent. Lesson four was timing. Lesson five was attention to detail. And lesson six was valuing others' experience and really listening to what they have to say. So I hope you enjoyed my lessons that I've learnt from this week. I'd love it if you could share with me what you like best about what you heard today and also what the lessons that you have learned this week. So wherever you've heard this podcast, love it if you could share with me what you like best about what you heard today. That'd be awesome and, and your lessons for the for the week. And um, make sure that you always come and visit me at uh, my website and uh, reach out to me, tiffany-mica.com hyphen as in a dash, uh, Micah, M-I-K-A. And uh, I'd love to uh, hear from you. Have an absolutely awesome day. And remember this, dream big, believe in you, and go after those dreams. Okay, have an awesome, awesome weekend. Take care. Talk soon. Bye.